The Weekly Geekly. Oh, yeah. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Thoughts and Shots. I am Devin. I am, well, I guess this week technically nothing because I'm not in my own place. <laughs> I'm going to turn it down a little bit because I can tell that's already fucking spiking. We're going to go to three. There we go. That should be better. Uh, yes, welcome to this week's episode of Thoughts and Shots where... We got a lovely little group here known as the Three Amigops. That's me, my buddy Sean. Yo. And my vocalist for Reign of Bears, Joel Ernst. What's up? You know, Mr. Popular, because I made a promo post uh, promoting this episode on Facebook. Oh, yeah. And uh, from Sean's clan, we got not much, uh, but from the entire Ernst clan and Rigo. Shout out, buddy. Yeah, shout out, Rigo. <laughs> I know you're listening now because I know what he's going to do is as soon as this drops, he's going to send you a message. And then you're going to hear this and be like, <gasps> meta. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the reason why I had this grouping together is uh, we are three people that are friends that have gone to shows together. Me and Sean longer than me and Joel. Uh, but we're going to yeah. kind of tell you some stories about our friendship. And then uh, our another thing that we all three share is we have varying levels of anime knowledge. <laughs> I will put it to this way. I would call myself, even though I have been like in anime clubs in high school and such like that, I'd probably call myself the novice. I would call Joel the step up from me. I would say that's a journeyman. Yeah, <laughs> at least a journeyman. Uh, and then there's Sean. Sean. I'm the weeb. He's, uh, he's the guru. Uh, Sean, looking behind us, since nobody can see this, uh, your collection has grown to how many many pieces of anime at this point? Uh, about a thousand titles. <laughs> yeah, just be warned when we get into the anime thing, you're in for a doozy. I mean, technically with our friendship stories, you're going to be in for a doozy. <laughs> uh, about halfway through, I'll tell you guys about our sponsors, which is Dobby Voodoo Zod Shop at 1320 South Martha Street in Omaha, Nebraska. As well as the Weekly Geek... Fuck. The Weekly Geekly Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash DWG Podcast. Go support that shit. Get a free trial uh, and try out a week of it and get all the exclusive content that you can't get on the normal feeds. Uh, but I guess we'll start off by going ahead and kind of explaining <clears throat> the friendship group and how it kind of came to be. Which, I guess I can let Sean talk about the initi the initiation of that led to me and his friendship, because it's probably one of my favorite stories, because <laughs> of how long ago it fucking happened, so I'll let you take it first. It was about 2012 or 2013, I believe. <laughs> and I saw this guy playing with Grave Candy Vampire. Ah, oh, fuck. And uh, for, <laughs> for those that don't know... Uh, mainly anyone that wasn't in the Omaha local scene at this time. It was like an electronic post-hardcore group that we did. We were definitely riding like, you know, the attack, attack, abandon all ships wave. Uh, we were not well-liked. We The ones that liked us, liked us. The ones that hated us, they fucking hated us. Did, did you guys crab core? Very much so. Fuck yeah. Well, when we oh, could actually get our bases to actually move. If, if somehow this gets to Logan Smith's uh, ears, I doubt it will. But uh, he was one that my dad, because my dad used to be a roadie for that band. And uh, <laughs> he would always tell me after every Grave Candy show as we're driving back. I'm It was 2012, so I was like 18, 19 years old. I hadn't had my license yet. I didn't get it until I was 21. Fun fact. Uh, and he would always be like, man, you guys were killing it that night. You guys were going so hard. And then he would stop 
but and I was like okay here's the but he's like your bass has stood there like a fucking tree the entire time <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm just sitting there just being like and I noticed and go back in the videos I think there might actually still be some videos of Gra Grave Candy up on YouTube that my dad has you'd have to look really hard I think uh, I don't know if he took those down or not but uh, so <laughs> around the time of this band is when I first met Sean, because I believe you walked up to me after a set, if I'm not mistaken. So I walked up to this goober over here, yeah. and my exact words were, Hey, your band sucks, but you were great. <laughs> I, I remember, I think I like said something, I said something to like the words of like, Thanks, I think. But, and then I th I'm, I'm pretty sure that was the end of the interaction, and I walked away after that because I think I was like unloading drums or something off the stage. Yeah, or, or something like that. But what was funny <laughs> is that one interaction then led into various shows afterwards. I started constantly running into you, and then we just started talking, which I don't even think we had a lead-in or anything. It just kind of happened. Nope. I just remember we were at the Commons scene, oh, straight from the path. Ooh, that was a good show. And that was... Good venue. And somehow we started talking. I, I remember, I think I you were giving me, like, some sign of, like, comfort or something where it's like, I'm not going to judge you for anything. And then I must have given the same thing for you because I, as soon as we just started talking, you pretty much couldn't turn us off after that. So that's kind of how me and Sean came in, into it. And then... Through a couple years later, then I got introduced to Joel, which yeah. I was just randomly from shows at Sokol, mo yep. mostly Sokol Underground, because uh, I wasn't actually living in Omaha at the time. I was still living in Iowa, where I grew up. But yeah, I'd just come out whenever I could, just driving to Omaha since I was 16, since I first got my license. Just. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of shows in Iowa, so... Well, wasn't that around well, the same time as, like, Death Wish, if I'm not mistaken? Isn't that when I actually started, um, like... No, I think we, like, honestly, saw each other but didn't interact before. The, fir the first band I remember seeing you in was In Me, Men Me. She, that would have been yeah. 2016, yeah. That would have yeah, been Yeah, I think 2016. it was around 2016. That sounds yeah, about right. Yeah, can't forget about that band. Or yeah. Lars. But I definitely Come saw on. you in... We can forget about fucking Lars. <laughs> Let me tell you about that. We but, will never forget about Lars. <laughs> But I definitely, like, saw you around in crowds, mostly. I think we just didn't actually physically interact more than, yeah. like, in a fan-artist interaction. Right. Until, I think, around Death Wish is around when that That sounds happening. about right. Which, yeah. Because I talked to you in Forest. That was about it. Well, my interaction point. with Joel was completely different. Yeah. What was, what was your interaction with Joel? Uh, I don't think I've ever heard this. We were at the Lookout Lounge. Yep. Uh, from this day forward. I don't remember exactly who was playing, but... From this day forward. But I sat down on the couch. He sat down next to me. We started talking about stuff. And I said, hey, Whitechapel's playing down in Kansas yep. City. And then we went. <laughs> I'm pretty sure pretty that's much. how it almost started, started kind of going. Because I remember during the Deathwish era, I had like started like hitting you up, trying to hang out. I think just something happened and we just couldn't ever get our schedules to line up. Yep. And then uh, the opportunity, I think, came where... It is right after Death Wish had shortly broken up. I went ahead and got myself back into music pretty shortly after that and got into a band with... I don't know what they're currently calling themselves, and I really kind of don't fucking care. Anyone that's <laughs> listened to the podcast knows, or anyone that listens far enough back, you'll know who the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, but this person... 
Uh, and I started a band with Lorenzo DeCoco and what would eventually be the bassist of Reign of Eras, Kira. Yep. Uh, and <laughs> I remember we got rid of... How am I going to label them for here? Uh, tall, lanky fuckhead. Uh, basically <laughs> left the project. I, I don't remember for fuck. what. Yeah, the gangly fuck. Uh, <laughs> basically what fuck. ended up happening is he left and then... Uh, I asked, hit up Joel, where it's like, hey, we're having auditions for vocalists on this thing. I remember him telling you he is a vocalist, and I remembered his old project in Danger of Falling. Well, actually. Or am I missing something? Sean told me about it originally. Oh, that's and right. I, I and I oh, reached man. out to Lorenzo asking, you know, because I'm like, hey, I heard you're and having tryouts. No, that's right. Then I messaged you when I found out about it, and I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. oh, fuck, oh, fuck. <laughs> this is back when we were called Choked Out. Oh, fucking rip. Yep. Well, because well, you had came in after we did a couple, like I think a show or two with Nate, our yeah. vocalist. Yeah, I Again, saw, uh, I saw fan him. favorite of Thoughts and Shots, mind you, too. So yes. <laughs> uh, go check out his episodes yeah. if you want to hear some fun shout, shit. But, shout out Nate. Uh, love that boy to death. Uh, but yes, yeah, so. I he, don't know. <laughs> he, he came into Choked Out after that, which then after Choked Out kind of went its separate ways it turned into radio of the world and reign of Eris, which is now where we're kind of at now and then strange enough from reign of Eris, it started well because you guys were already traveling to shows together i had yep. just recently only started joining on the adventures because i was like okay these two are gonna be the ones that'll actually drag me out of the fucking house yeah and give me a <laughs> chance to actually go explore and have some fun and shit like our des moines trip <laughs> oh god we'll, we'll get into some of those stories here in just a second but it, yeah we we all started hanging out and then it's just kind of grown into now where <laughs> we have our own little cringy group chat and <laughs> fucking and when i say cringy i mean full on oh, yeah. it, it is bad but it, it's 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 nice because like being an adult i think it's so hard to try and get like of this close of a friend group as adults. Oh, yeah. So I think we're very uh, yeah. lucky to all find each other in this aspect, yep. especially with the fact of how much aligning factors we have, but still differing enough to where we can have respectful debates on different things of what's good and not good and horny and not horny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess let's... Uh, I'm trying to decide what friend story to go into first. Since he already mentioned it, I guess we might as well just clear the air on this one. Let me explain to Joel about Lars. <laughs> oh, yes. So, again, for my Omaha listeners that were in the local scene around, I want to say, about 2010, 2011, freshly out of high school, uh, I had went over to my buddy's house one day uh, for a 4th of July party with a couple of his friends, ones I kind of knew through in passing, but I had never actually gone and hang out with them kind of in similar situation as this. And what ended up happening is <laughs> uh, we were sitting there one day, it's like, you know what? We're all people that like heavy music and like we seem like we get along pretty good. I think we ended up actually shooting a YouTube video that day, which was like a real world parody, if I'm not mistaken. I think someone's got their ass spanked with a broom in that, if I'm not <laughs> not mistaken as well. Uh, but the Lars crew was kind Wild. of formed that day because we were like, man, we should have like an acronym name. So it's something really like deep and cool. Uh, and we came up with Lars, and then we were like, well, what does this stand for if anyone asks us? Lemons are really sour. <laughs> oh, my God. That's dope. Uh, we called our genre Funcore. I, I honestly thought you wanted to be like Lars Ulrich. 
No. No, 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 no. My snare will never sound like St. Anger over my dead body. But, but Lars was a band that, again, another one where the ones that in, saw the fun and the humor that we were having and everything loved us. However, people were very more open about their hatred of us. Because uh, there was a show that I believe, if I'm not mistaken, didn't we play with like Superior, Kingdom of Giants, and Her Demise, My Rise? Yes, that was uh, the first time I saw you guys. Where, this is not a joke, somebody, the people were pitting for us, which was stoked. We were stoked about it. But uh, what ended up happening is someone sat down during our set and began reading a newspaper in our during our set. <laughs> It's uh, true. And sat there while people were, like, throwing down around them, mind you. Uh, wow. But that's kind of a lot of the stories is that even though that was one of my worst band, Sean showed up the most consistently for <laughs> large shows. And I still have one question to ask you. Why? <laughs> you are opening for bands I wanted to see. That was the thing that I always thought was so wild for us. So we opened for We opened for volumes before volumes was huge. That's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know how we did it to this day. Like we, we played with Superior, Kingdom of Giants, and Her Demise, My Rise, and early volumes before wow. they were fucking big. And we played with For All Those Sleeping, too. That was fucking sick. Yep, That's I remember dope. that day. Shut up, fats. Uh, well, cause, and that's kind of basically the story of Lars. It kind of tried to turn into like two different projects at a different point. Yeah. I could go on for forever for my project, but we have more friend stories that I guess we could talk about. Oh yeah. I think I'm going to let Joel take this one because we have an in infamous Des Moines trip that has the title oh, yeah. of the breakdown if you want so, to go ahead and steal the mic on that one so for this trip we weren't even actually going for a concert we were going for a birthday it's sean's that's birthday. right and we, were, we got zombie burger shout out shout out zombie burger so fucking tasty Best you place. Gave just, me diabetes. If, if, if you're anywhere in iowa ever and you and you need burgers just make the trip to des moines i don't care if it's four hours away it's worth it it's so good Tasty, tasty, fatty, fatty. Anyway, anyway, you'll shake uh, your brain out. You'll shake your brain out afterwards, but it's great. We we stopped <laughs> a video game store and got some games, and then I the, got pop figures. The vehicle we drove in broke down, and it wasn't oh, technically Matt, right. <laughs> it was Matt's, and it wasn't any of our vehicles. So it was, the situation was out of our hands. So we're just kind of sitting there waiting. He fixed it with a zip tie. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Shelby and I are in the back, and I think you started joining in on it. Too, we were like, man, what the fuck are we gonna do if we're stuck here? Yeah. We got cats to get home and feed. Otherwise, they're gonna yeah. tear shit up. <laughs> yes. I, well, I don't know. Well, no, you know, without food for enough time, would probably do some shit. Oh yeah, she probably would just start eating plastic. <laughs> Clovis would probably try and get the Felix. <laughs> Eat the other cat. Yeah. Well, no. Well, oh, the squirrel. The That's squirrel. Right. Yeah. Uh, I forgot his name. Was I don't know. I feel like Persephone would probably just sleep through the entire thing and just hide under the couch like I expect all of us to do during the apocalypse. But, <laughs> uh, but I, it was so weird because, like, he went to, like, every extreme. Like, meanwhile, we're just sitting there in the back of the car trying to make jokes and shit yeah. to try and lighten any form of levity into the situation. But we're all just sitting there being like, it's hot. We need to get moving. We We're had, in like, Iowa. Ew. Yeah. Honestly, he handled it like a pro. He walked to a wherever he needed to go, get grabbed what he needed, came back, fixed it, and got us back. I was right. Like, and I was honestly impressed. <laughs> That's just how mad is. And uh, then, uh, what was uh, the funniest part of that trip too is we had 
so there is like a form of that goes into <coughs> each car ride leading into a Des Moines trip. There is a certain point where it goes dead silent in the car because we are all zoned in on our phones. But then what will happen is one person will do or say something really fucking funny. And then there's like a 15 minute laughing fit. And then it just turns into a fucking joke off of who fucking can get the car laughing the fucking hardest or what story gets started from it. Or it's Sean showing me anime shorts on YouTube. (laughs) Like, well, what's what's the really funny one? Uh, Golden Boy is that? Golden oh, Boy? that is hilarious. Well, or there's like during our normal trips where there at a certain point we get bored of music, so then I just start pulling up avant-garde YouTube <laughs> yeah. bullshit I found, yeah. which no- normally consists of. Uh, let's see. A, a common one is one I will. Uh, it'll be any of the Psychic Pebbles or Oni. We listen to a lot of that oh, yeah. when we're doing it. Uh, the last trip that we went on, uh, we pulled up the Ghost Story dub, which, wait till the anime section, we're gonna go all fucking <laughs> off on that, trust <clears throat> on that. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but the Ghost Story dub moments, which, if you have not heard the dub moments for when it got Americanized, you need to go do yourself a favor and fix that real quick, like, uh... Real quick. But, uh, God, what's another good story that we have from our shit? I... The ghost George. Oh, <laughs> I knew you were gonna pull out fucking George on this one. Of course, I was gonna pull out. Fucking so Joel, George. well, no, has Joel heard George the, the George story? Mm-hmm. Okay, so there was a stage of friendship that uh, kind of went with Sean. At first, it started off just Sean, and then I, it was almost like kind of out of nowhere. I got mixed in with your friend group of <laughs> let's see if I can remember everybody still to this day: Scott, Nate, Carissa. Oh, Joe, Brenna, that's about as far as I get. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, And I would go between these two houses that we would normally hang out with, which was Scott and Brenna, which, hey, if it somehow gets to your guys' ears, hi. Uh, And then uh, Nate, Joe, and Carissa, and Sean and I would be at our friend's Nate house pretty much every Friday, funny enough. Every Friday. I actually, (laughs) funny enough, I was looking back on it, I think... That was actually the early days of Thoughts and Shots back in the day. Because <laughs> we would actually go to, I believe it was Hy-Vee near uh, Nate's house every time, get loaded up <laughs> on liquor and, like, beer or whatever, and except Sean. Sean would always just be like, hey, show you. Hey, <laughs> uh, And just sit there and basically be the one that's like, all right, track this down for blackmail. Like, <laughs> uh, we would be in his basement watching the weirdest or playing horror games or yeah. playing games or whatever, and that would be essentially what we would do. Uh, we had one day where we were playing Slender, the original Slender, the Arrival. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, so, like, the, the original one where you had to download it and do all that. Mm-hmm. And at some point, the power just turned off. Oops. I don't know if they pre-planned this or something, but they just look at me without a beat and just go, oh yeah, that's George. And I'm like, George? And they're like, oh, he doesn't know. And I'm like, I don't know what. So so they take me over to this corner of the room that is pitch black dark, mind you. Every horror bone in my body is going, don't go over there, don't go over there. It was there. very pitch black in there. I, I didn't want to go in there And so they pointed back to a corner of this room, and it's like, you see those two dark red glowing eyes? And I'm sitting there like, no, what the? And then I see them, and I'm just like, ah. And they're like, yeah, that's George. And, and I'm like, 
what does George do? Uh, and they look at me and go, it's like, well, sometimes if we're watching or playing something that he doesn't like, he'll just turn off the power. Whoa. And uh, it happened multiple times, too, and we'd actually use that as our judgment of whether or not we would move on to a different activity. It's true. Uh, wow. But there was a thing that I still to this day do not know if there was... It was if he was real or not, or if I was being fucked with, right. for the simple fact that uh, there was a point where I think there was a couple of the last couple times we ever hung out with that group, everyone could kind of tell that our splitting apart was gonna kind of happen, and we were about to head yeah. our separate ways. Because there was one day where I uh, was walking out of the basement. I think it was the last time we ever went over to Nate's apartment all together, or Nate's uh, house, all, parents' house all all together, and I said. See you later, George. And I shit you not. I heard a sigh. Whoa. Like, it was just me down there, because I think I like had forgotten my charger or something. Okay. And then I heard a sigh. And I don't know if, like, Sean was in with in earshot or something. I think everyone was outside waiting for me. And I literally just go, nope, and just get the fuck out of that fucking thing. And I, I actually turned that into a paranormal podcast, and they never got back to me. So I think they knew I was getting fucked with, I'm pretty sure. Huh. Which you still have never actually told me. Was I getting fucked with, or was that... To be honest, I don't even remember. Useful. <laughs> Useful as fuck. Uh, God, what's another... If anything, I was probably getting fucked with, too. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 fair. Ah, oh, God, now I'm trying to go down the, like, line of Arsenal, just because, like Should I said... Should I mention the atomic cum shot? <laughs> no, yeah, you, you, you take off on this one while I get angry at you all over again. <laughs> What'd you do to create the atomic cum shot, Sean? Alright, so we were chilling at Scott and Brenna's house, and everybody was drinking except for me because I, I like watching. But, uh... <laughs> Uh, getting angry all over again. Keep on, buddy. <laughs> so, I was like, hey, can I make a shot? I'll make it very disgusting for you, too. I forgot who said yes. I can't remember if it was you, Joe, or Nate. Or I think Scott. it was me and Joe. I think it was me and Joe. Well, somebody asked, and I was like, okay, I gotta look at stuff. And the only three things I found that didn't mix well at all was UV apple, tequila, and rum chata. I was like six sheets to the wind at this point. I was fucking gone. And so I was just like, drink, gimme. Like, that, no, that was verbatim where he just was like, you look thirsty. Here you go. Oh, and, no. and so I asked, what's in it? And he's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> That's the, That's and the so answer. since I was already obliterated, I just wanted to keep on going because I, I have now looked back at my tw early 20s of drinking and I had a fucking problem. And for everyone else, it was hilarious. For me, it was an issue. But so I took the shot and I just look at him and I'm like, what the fuck did you just put in my mouth? Like, and, uh, and the grin on his face, I still see it and it infuriates me. Because what was the exact thing that you followed with? Do you remember? Because I'm pretty sure you were, looked at me and was like, wasn't that good? <laughs> and I went, no. And you said, that's the point. <laughs> and that I was, was just like, I was like, I love hate you right now, Sean. And he's like, and he's like, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and then the R3 one tried for yeah. some ungodly reason. I, I can't remember I'd, if I'd I asked try for, it. I can't remember if I asked for a second one after that or not. And then they all banned me from making drinks. 
Well, that that was what happened when I think uh, didn't I get banned from choosing a movie or something after I made him watch a certain movie or something? If I'm not mistaken, maybe. What movie was it? I can't remember. Wasn't it the ABCs of Death? Yes, it was. <laughs> I think we got to like F and we're all like, I'm bored. Let's watch something else. Yeah, you guys didn't get to the fucked up shit. And I was like, you guys aren't even giving this a fair chance. But And, and then I think we watched DuckTales. No, we watched Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck, that was oh, it. Nice. And then George turned off Darkwing Duck. So I think we ended up just... I What we do after that? I think we like played a game or something. I'm Damn it, sure. George. So, something, something like that. Uh, let's see. I think if we're going to go down the drunk stories, I think... I think I had... I can't remember. I thought I had a pretty notable one with you, uh, if I'm not uh, mistaken. It was probably when we were playing Choked Out. One of the shows. We did get oh. pretty fucked up at a lot of those shows. I, no, if we're going to talk about a good Wait, house, what? the fireball bucket at the EP release yes. show. So this is oh, story man, that and, has and to And the it. camera. Oh, my God. Okay, oh, yeah. I remember now. Uh, so for those <laughs> that don't know, obviously me and Joel are in Reign of Eris, the band that we're currently a part of. And we did an EP release show for an EP that actually never saw the light, light of day. Yeah. Uh, ha ha for us. Uh, so since it was a St. Patrick's Day lead-in show, it was on the 15th or no, it was on the 17th, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. On actual St. Patrick's Day, uh, we went to the pet shop in Omaha and we were deciding that night. I was like, you know what? I want to have something that we're going to just give out to the bands and everyone's just going to be the same level of lit and it's going to be a great fucking time. Yeah. I was passing around shooters of fireball like I was a fucking con man. <laughs> I'm just like, you get a shot, and you get a shot. Everybody gets a shot. Yeah, uh, I think between the couple of us, I think at least four or five were consumed by each member minus Kira. Uh, and myself, because I was drinking Shiner. Oh, that's right. But you still had, like, I think one I or think two. I think I had one or two. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, but <laughs> what ended up happening is we had been drinking from the fireball bucket and I think we were drinking from the cocktails that they had uh, prepared in the basement of the venue too. Uh, so we were all lit. Uh, and we were all playing while very drunk but what was funny is we actually sobered up throughout our set. Oh yeah, but, it was hot in there. But what was hilarious is the entire time like you can just watch the slow devolving. Like, anyone that goes to a future Reign of Error show, just keep an eye out around on us, and you will see us a stage of us at the beginning of the venue, uh, like, set up and everything, and then you will see the, how we are by the end of the night. There is either It's either going to be us doing a bunch of weird shit outside and smoking, <laughs> or it's going to be us two sheets to the wind yes. just also doing weird shit and smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Those are kind of the two ways that you can catch Reign of Eris in, in our natural states, but, I mean, it's a good time. Uh, no natural habitat. Mm, I was also just true. thinking... I've seen it. <laughs> I'll say, I'm trying to think of another good drunk story from the Sean era that you witnessed, because you got to see... Some of the worst of the worst, in my opinion, I would have. That, I well, gotta, no, I think you've seen some too, but I think he's seen some bad ones. I gotta add to that last story. Oh, yeah, we had a camera. Oh yeah, we because we were trying to do a music video shoot, but mm -hmm. <laughs> we hung it above me, and it was like literally not even a foot above me. So it was if I reached my arm up at all, I was gonna <laughs> hit it. Well, of course I hit it. I hit it like, I don't even know, second song in. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I remember it fell down and we were just, oh, shit. Yeah, but, but what happens, but it turns out I turned it on. <laughs> oh. It wasn't on. <laughs> 
And when I what a bit of fucking disaster. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it. it so it's like at a fisheye lens. Oh, man. Oh, I'm sure it looks bad. As soon as it starts, it's me picking it up. Is this thing... Broken, I just punched the shit out of it. And we had, I, it, it, you gotta I remember, we to use that for a video intro. I sort of <laughs> we borrowed it too. So. Oh, yeah. I, I still never and heard the end result. The evidence is right at the beginning of the video. Oh, I'm sure she loves seeing that. Sorry if that person ever hears this podcast. I'm just also sorry for this podcast. <laughs> Especially for the things that I'm about to say. Uh, yeah, give it about another. Uh, for 15, 20 minutes and then he's gonna go off and you're probably gonna cringe a little bit but no uh I, no i was trying to think of one of the really good drunk stories that i've had oh i guess i can kind of explain what uh there was a show side of me that during my early 20s was very prevalent to the point where people would have to hide like have people watch me to make sure i don't hurt me myself others <laughs> venue <laughs> and uh what would end up happening is how do i explain it so i used to really be into long island iced teas adios motherfuckers and tokyo teas because it would be a drink i could get one or two of and hit my goal for the night but what would happen is around the time of that second tokyo tea someone sees what state i'm in and they're like I'm gonna fuck with him. Uh, one person specifically, and this one I hope he hears this, Nick Rowe, do not keep up with this man drink for drink in his early 20s from back in the day because I tried that. He killed me on multiple occasions where I had to end up puking in the back room of the lookout. Oh boy. One of them was a Smash Brothers tournament at Lookout that Aorta was hosting. Oh, I remember they were pissed about Well, I thought they were gonna be pissed about that and they're just like, I mean, you're here and you're having a good time. That's the point of this. So, uh, that was probably one of my ones. But during the, the 20s eras of my show going, Sean saw the most of it where I would just get blackout fucking drunk and then just crowd kill. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it I've was seen it, too. Me. Half the time. <laughs> well, because there was the, the thing is that it would be the targets would be on Chelsea, Colin, you... Colton, other Colin, and then Ty and Josue and that entire crew. It made the one mistake of crowd killing Edgar. Oh yeah, that oh. was a bad idea. Because I remember him coming back and doing it, and then I just remember, oh Sean, what did we learn? Not to do that. <laughs> uh, Pretty sure he kicked you in the head. Oh yeah, no, I remember. No, I remember he was like he was wailing on me, and I remember oh, okay. like I walked back afterwards, and he's like, "I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to go that hard." It was just in the moment. I was like, "Dude, you're fine," but god damn, uh, God, what is it? Well, and then the other part of that story is there was a birthday show I hosted uh, that uh, Ryan Connett hosted for me, uh, where it was Youth Forever. Uh, Wolfskin. Fuck, who else? Wasn't it like My Last Request or something? Unfortunately, like? I wasn't at that one. So oh, that's I'm right. Sure. You didn't get to go to that one. But anyway, during. Oh, it was like Live and Obey. Uh, I think it might have been. Of course, Live and Obey was on it. Yeah, something. <laughs> yeah, they, they had to. Uh, but I remember I was moshing so much that night because I was so fucking drunk because 
from the moment I got there, they would not let me not have a drink in my hand. Uh, <laughs> so by the end of the night on the 28th, I am literally like between every fucking song going back and forth and just like kind of like pit stomping across the pit. And they're like, I think even one of the band's benches is like, it's like, dude, the song's over. And it's like, I can't stop moving. Like, <laughs> that that was a good, good shit. I, I miss those days, but I don't miss the amount of drinking I had to get to feel like I need to get to the comfortability to do that. Where right. I realized if I could have just let myself be me and accept me, I probably could have done that without damaging myself. Yeah. But so should we also tell them about the one time Death Wish threw a d- toy WWE belt into the crowd? Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> my god. Oh, you had to bring that one up too. Yeah. Okay. I remember a lot of rain of shit for no reason. Okay. Yeah, this, this is a good story too. Or the staple gun. Oh yeah, the st- I guess I'll go into both of those since I, I've actually realized I don't think I've ever done a deep dive on band shit on the podcast except kind of with Colin. But if anything, it's a nice little refresher <laughs> for the new listeners. Oh yeah. Uh, so Death Wish, we were a very, uh, I'd say, kind of new wave of metalcore meets beatdown. Like we were violent. We were oh, yeah. violent. We were negative, and we were pissed the fuck off. And, and drunk. Uh, oh yeah we were very drunk there would be a lot of times where i'd fuck up songs because i was so drunk while playing but nobody ever noticed it but i noticed it uh so from one show we got a genius idea and i'm pretty sure it was a video shoot if i'm not mistaken uh but we decided to kind of do what this one band uh called x tyrant x did where they had a football that they would put out during one of their songs because they were a very like violent mosh band as well. Yeah. Ironically, also Christian. <laughs> but uh, and what they would do is they would bring the football out, and if you had the football at the end of the set, you got a free piece of merch. Oh, cool. We did that with a WWE belt, uh, not knowing that we were going to cause an actual fucking prison riot that almost got us blacklisted <laughs> from the venue. Uh, a lot of details has not ever been let out about this incident, but what happened is the belt went out and uh, it went off to the point where somebody was almost trying to stomp on someone's head to get wow. the belt. Uh, yep. That person was thrown out of the venue and we got told if we ever did that shit again, they would blacklist us from the venue so fucking fast you won't believe it. Uh, that actually would not be the last time we would hear that threat, but <laughs> uh, I miss that that shit so fucking bad. But it it, it was a fun time, and then the staple gun. Yeah, the, the staple gun. So Deathwish kept that. trying to do different things that would try and get us some form of hype because we did get noted noted after that as the only band that has their show show look like prison riots. And, I mean, it was true. Our shows did not oh, slow yeah. down in the pit. Extremely it was Extremely violent. Uh, so what happened is we were playing at a venue called Bubba Spins in KC. Uh, shout out fucking all the KC crew, if any of them still listens to the show. Uh, and that day, uh, I think one of the people that were there was an amateur wrestler. And uh, he said he had a staple gun in his car... And he was trying to get, uh, somebody was doing like a merch swap slash sale that day. Not just the bands, but like someone brought their own band merch to sell. Yeah. I think that's where I ended up being gifted a low road shirt, funny enough. Oh, nice. Uh, and he was going around, it's like, 
He was like, uh, he was like, if you let me staple gun you, I'll go ahead and give you this shirt for free. <laughs> and so he did it on his belly, didn't even flinch, didn't do anything. And he's like, no, I got a better idea. I want somebody else to fucking staple, staple gun me. And they look over at members of Death Wish. He was like, I want one of you to do it. And I'm like, fuck no, I drum. I can't do this shit. Like, I wouldn't have time. Uh, it was like, we would need a, we need a lunatic. And so we looked at it, we looked at each other and we just went, Forest! Forest, yeah. <laughs> And uh, so what ended up happening before our set, when we were opening up with our set opener, which was Death Dogs, uh, he goes, this is Death Wish, you fucking bitch. Staple guns the dude in the forehead. Yep. Uh, we actually got put in Australia music media for that clip. <laughs> really? Uh, we got recognized in Australia and only in Australia. Uh, Hell yeah. Actually, I think it's still up to like 36,000 views or something, that's which I mean, crazy. for a smaller band, that's still fucking <laughs> massive. Uh, but it was sick. Uh, it was, that was a fun time. Because like, I remember... Were you actually there for the staple gun incident? Or no. You yeah, only, I was. I remember, yeah, you were there on it. Because I remember the second that that happened, the pit just yeah. instantly oh, yeah. kicked off. Oh, yeah. And People we're all just fucking just... We're of, all behind our fucking instruments just screaming at the fucking crowd like, get yeah. the fuck up! <laughs> like, and like, because I remember that was you a huge... You were just ringing out, too. And we're like, just fucking sitting there and just screaming at the fucking yeah. crowd. Because like, after that... Yet. It was fucking nuts. Oh, Deathwish was like I said, rip Deathwish. We we were something, but Reign of Eris, I think, is definitely something that I'd kind of be looking out for. Uh, let's see. I think we can get one more friend story in before we take a break, little breather, and uh, then I would sell my shit. <laughs> What's a good one? I think that would be a good closer. Oh man, that's a tough one actually. Because I mean, I think we need to have one with all three of us involved. Hmm. The one time I dragged you guys to go see Hanabe. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a fun time. Because I remember our journeys went in like two different ways <laughs> because Sean was there for one purpose. Me and Joel were there for an entirely different reason. Because <laughs> yep. uh, the homies in Fox Lake were playing, and I was like, I have to see fucking Fox Lake. Oh, man. yeah. I, I needed to see him too. And seeing Crisis Child was fucking sick too. Shout yeah. out Crisis Child. Uh, dope fucking rapper from Des Moines. Uh, he killed it that night, and he was super dope when I got to meet him and uh, shake his hand after the set oh, yeah. later. Uh, I dude, I bet if would have if he smoked, I bet he probably would have joined us. Oh yeah. Uh, but we ended up smoking with Fox Lake and getting in nice and tight with those boys. So yep. hey, if anyone from Fox Lake listens to this too, love your bars. Uh, oh, and uh, Dropout Kings. Oh yeah, yeah, we smoked with Dropout Kings too. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, you guys did. <laughs> and then you actually got to sit there and. See, the first thing... This is the first instance I've ever actually heard of a band doing this. Hanabie actually brought a bottle of tequila with them and was handing out shots on stage, is what I heard, is what huh. we missed, because we were smoking with Fox Lake. Oh, no, I think we were staying on side stage. It was hard to see. That place was packed. Uh, it was oh, hot yeah. and packed. Yeah. It was sold out. Wait, didn't we... Oh, that's right, because I remember that was one of those nights where... This was a story I was definitely saying I wanted to talk about is I have a thing that I've been telling myself in the 30s where I tell these guys, oh, don't worry, I'm not gonna mosh tonight. Oh. And then literally first fight riff or something happens and Sean knows exactly what's gonna follow, so he's always ready. And just, I look over at him, 
He sighs, his hand goes out, my side bag goes in there, and whatever jacket I have is in Sean's hands. And about five seconds later, I'm spin kicking and kicking fuckers in the head. Yeah. Like, um, Joel didn't get to see that as much, mainly just because if I knew that if the right thing hit, Joel might go in there too. Oh, yeah. You, I, I've only seen you do it at the select few times, but uh, each time I see you do it, either of you actually, there's a certain move that I notice that you do. You just pretty much just go in guns blazing and whatever yeah. is happening is happening. A foot might be up in the air, arm might be flailing like the fucking I like inflatable to... arm tube man. Just, whoa, whoa. I, I call it attacked by bees. <laughs> bees! I'm getting attacked by bees. Uh, and then uh, Sean... Sean has a specific move that he goes into. He does not go in with any intended purpose. He just hits his arm and starts swinging like a twister, and it's just waiting to see where he stops. And then what'll happen is he'll just come right back to his spot and never do it again. <laughs> Watching him mosh is one of the favorite things, because it's literally just like the twister from Wizard of Oz, just coming through, and you just see the fucking match. <laughs> or, or you'll see me on top of the crowd. Or on top of Sean. <laughs> yeah, riding around. Oh, yeah, where you're riding on his back and just going, yeah! yeah. Like a... <laughs> I'm old, man. Leave me alone. Well, I mean, it's funny that we have the level of shows that at at our age where, I mean, like, you're the oldest of the group, and then it's me, and then it's followed by Joel being technically the youngest of the, the three, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, but, like, we still don't allow it. Because, like, this is, I think, one thing that I want to, like, nail home about these, like, friend stories and such like this. This has all been within, like, the past, like, ten fucking years. Like, your 20s and 30s don't have to be, like, the end of, like, adventuring and, like, exploring and doing fun shit. Like, you know, do some weird shit. Cause some fucking chaos. Take some fucking risks. Take that trip that you plan at the last fucking second. Like, do some wild shit. Because, I mean, like... I am impressed that I have been obliterated for, I want to say, for probably like 75% of the moments that we've talked about so far, mm -hmm. except like Lars and Grave Candy, because I wasn't of age yet, and I <laughs> didn't agree with that at the time. Uh, but I still have very clear memories of all of these fucking things. Oh, yeah. And it's just crazy yeah. just how far back my memory can go on some of these things. But yeah, if you asked me what I had for breakfast like a week ago, I'd tell you, huh? <laughs> yep. All right, <laughs> real quick, I think we're going to take a breather uh, just so I can get myself realigned and uh, go ahead and come back with an ad read, and then we're going to go into our anime deep dive. Get ready. You might be hearing shit about hentai. We'll be right back. <laughs> You're listening to The Weekly Geekly, your one-stop shop for the weird, wonderful, and everything in between. Support the show by going to patreon.com slash twgpodcast and becoming a patron for as low as $3 a month. By becoming a patron you'll have access to shows not heard anywhere else, like Dr. Ravenwood's Slasher Files, Death Album Reviews, One-of-A-Kind Interviews and so much more. So consider becoming a patron today. Now that we've paid the bills, get ready for the Weekly Geekly. And you will know my name is The Weekly Geekly. Does he look like a bitch? Omaha's Counterculture Podcast. Welcome back, you ugly bitches. I'm kidding. You're all beautiful. <laughs> it's that time of the show where I sell you my shit. Uh, what shit do I got for you to check out? 
Well, not only are we over on the Weekly Geekly feed just for the podcast, but we also have the feed that is on the Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash podcast and check out all the exclusive content, including GamePod, D&D Fight Club, and Dr. Ravenwood, uh, if you want to hear a great series analyzing uh, and uh, talking more about some of your favorite horror gods and... Uh, creating kind of little universes around them and uh side stories that maybe not are ever mentioned in there but they're a fun time and it's a really great world built inside the podcast uh lucian did a fantastic job on dr ravenwood and i mean the entire group from weekly geekly especially now being a part of them i can say that everyone's content that they make is phenomenal uh including our fellow party block brothers in hot dad's cool shots love you dusty and knight uh yeah go to patreon.com slash twg podcast we do have a week free trial going so you can go and check out all the bonus content and extra content that we have available for you there and if you are feeling so inclined and want to join the patreon the tiers just only start at three bucks a month to get all this extra content you have a week to try it and if you like it you only have to give up one fast food meal or actually maybe like one coffee <laughs> uh and uh you can, and it helps us grow the show i actually know that if we get enough patrons and listens to the show lucian said he might let me do some live streams on the patreon it might be of the old movie riffing style or game night. You don't know unless you go to the Patreon. <laughs> uh, yeah, go check that shit out. And go support all the other shows on the Weekly Geekly feed. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash the Weekly Geekly for that. Uh, now for the more thoughts and shots personal. Well, actually, no, I got the other Weekly Geekly one as well. Voodoo's Odd Shop. You looking for some weird shit or do you have weird shit that you are looking to sell go to voodoo's odd shop at 1320 south omaha or martha street in omaha nebraska not only do they collect their own weird and everything that like they have things from like torture devices taxidermy just weird animals everything weird and odd in omaha these guys have been either a part of or they have their shop that you can go check out all their weird collections that they've gotten and if you have your own weird collections that you're looking to sell and maybe make a little scratch they buy that shit too so uh go check out voodoo's odd shop uh and also be sure to go check out the omaha oddities art expo april 20th i uh believe they're gonna be doing it uh, i think they might be doing it at the admiral again this year so that'll be sick i don't know if everyone's gonna be there from the geekly but i think i'm actually trying to be there so we'll see what that entails uh and then now to the thoughts and shots specific shit if you want to support us in one way and help grow the show and help me get anything like you know better equipment audio interfaces more than one microphone uh you can go to our lovely energy drink spotter sponsor w at w.gg use code stony baloney for 10 percent off this is shit I still back to this day. It is no sugar. It is no crash. It's none of the bullshit like fucking the other ones where it fucking makes your heart like it's going to explode in one shot. We only got the good shit in Debbie for you. And not to mention, it actually is 
proven and hydra uh, formulated to go ahead and give you better focus and reaction time while you're gaming too so for all my gaming nerds out there when you're trying to you know maybe beat that one bat boss battle in elden ring that you've been trying to play for a fucking year or you know if you're dying too much in Lethal Company, maybe you'll get wiser and not step on that landmine. But uh, only way you're going to be able to know is you got to go to w.gg and use that code STONYBALONY. And for those of you who aren't looking for an energy drink, guess what? They got Hydration Blend 2 for you. So go check out all that. And uh, using that code for the 10% off, STONYBALONY, goes directly to us in the show and helps us grow to grow the show and do better things. I still have a goal of maybe this year even doing a live show. We'll see if we can make that happen as well. Now, I'm not talking live streamed. I'm talking live on stage, baby. Uh, we'll we'll tell you more about that if we can get that to happen. But the only way we can do that is with the support of you, uh, which you can go the full Monty on support by going to supporttheriffs.com, which is our merch store. Uh, our basis, Kira, actually still has one of our uh, team jerseys for team drink uh, that she bought when we dropped it originally. We have some new collections up there of hoodies, jackets, long sleeves, T-shirts. We still have pillows. I think we might even still have masks on there if that's what, what you're still wanting to do. Uh, we have some new drinkware. Bunch of shit for you to check out. And again, every bit of the money from that merch store goes to support our show and growing. Uh, so please go check out all our sponsors and give them some love uh, because we love them, so you should too. All right, gents, let's get moved back to the middle here. All right, so now we're going to go into our anime rabbit hole, which buckle the fuck up because, like I said, you got the weeb here, and uh, he's going to go the fuck off. Yeah. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is one that I know that we are all three very familiar with. It's the difference between how the Japanese present certain animes and then when an American company gets a hold of it, in some cases, ahem, ruins it. <laughs> Sean, I know you're going to go off. <laughs> I can tell Sean's about to go off. So, uh, Sean, why don't you lead the charge on this one? Well, we could thank companies like Saban and 4Kids for giving us these wonderful... Giving us wonderful things like jelly donuts and pop cultural references and Digimon. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Or the fucking uh, getting brought Pokemon and losing all the intense action scenes because it's too scary for kids. Like, it's gonna ruin the story. Or turning or turn two lesbian lovers and Sarah Moon into cousins. Oh. That one was. Mm. I actually completely <laughs> spaced that from my thing, and I don't know if I just blocked that out from my memory or if that's just... I don't know. <laughs> but the opening theme for that was banger. Well, because, like, th that was a, a thing that I was wondering for you guys. It's like, did everyone else kind of have the same thing where they discovered an anime when they were a kid and that was kind of their awakening into anime, or was it... Because well, I've always wondered, for mm -hmm. you, has it just been just permanent into anime, or is it... Is it just more... Like, I've been watching anime for years, but, like, be diehard collecting, I haven't been doing that until, like, 2017, 18. I still can't <laughs> believe that with... 
the yeah. amount of money that you spend on concerts and all this, I the fact that the wall that is as massive as it, as it is, but then you've also said <laughs> you wait for sales, so it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I buy all <laughs> my stuff as cheaply as I can, but not but not too cheaply. Right. What about you there, Joseph? What was your kind of lead into anime? Uh, Pokemon and Dragon Ball. I think that was mine yeah. too. Pokemon, was... Dragon Ball, Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh. Say you, Yu -Oh, Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. was mine because I remember uh, for a while there when I was uh, big into Yu-Gi-Oh and they had a Yu-Gi-Oh league at the Toys R Us by my house. Yeah. My OGs know what the fuck I'm talking about when you're talking about the Yu-Gi-Oh leagues at Toys R Us. Uh, and it would be in their break room of their employees. And what they would do is, since they knew that these are all a bunch of, like, card game nerds, and uh, obviously Kids WB had that block back in the, uh, the time of Yu-Gi-Oh. And it would be Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon, and I think, like, Power Rangers. Late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so what we'd be doing is we'd be sitting there playing Yu-Gi-Oh games, and I remember that every match would stop until Yu-Gi-Oh! was done. And that was kind of my whole thing into it. But what was funny is I didn't dive deeper into anime and more about it until, like, my later, like, elementary school. Like, otherwise, I mainly kind of stayed in the Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh! thing. Yeah. But didn't go really much further than that. Well, and Dragon Ball Z, obviously. Uh, my mind was yeah. awakened later on by Cowboy Bebop. Oh, that's mm -hmm. a fair one. See you later, Space Cowboy. It's the goat! It I don't is. care what anyone says. Yeah. I mean, I was watching a lot <laughs> of it with my brother when it was all airing on Toonami, so... Say, that was me. Is, is like For me, Toonami and I's relationship would be like if I was up late enough, but most times I I had to be up... Well, that or I'd be watching Headbangers Ball would be the oh, yeah. flip-off that I would have yeah. when I was growing up, but... And the problem that I see with it is I feel like we got robbed about it because then when you actually go and like look at the source material where like Pokemon came from from Japan, right. the stories are completely different and so uh -huh. much stuff is taken out for the American version and it gets you kind of pissed off. Yeah. Because another especially those '90s and 2000s. Well, a prime example of that that there's two ones that I can think of. I know he has some ready too. My two that I'm going to choose is. Uh, the Funimation dub of Ghost Stories and... Uh, ADV. Oh, wait. ADV. ADV? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Ghost Stories has its old thing, which I'll go into here in a second. And then I also <laughs> want to talk about Shin-Chan. Which, again, my old Adult Swim nerds will know that one because it was one that... That's the one I wanted to start off with is uh, Shin-Chan. I did not realize until I watched the Vitello dub of Shin-Chan what the show was actually supposed to be. And it's the most polar opposite of what Adult <laughs> Swim decided to do. Because in all reality, isn't Crayon, Crayon Shin-Chan like an actual like kids show mm. in Japan, if I'm not mistaken? Yep, yep. You can thank Funimation for that. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad they didn't create an adult one where they kind of swear and like do the funnier jokes and such. And I did find out in the Vitello dub, they do actually have some adult jokes thrown in there. Like they say jackass and crap, uh, but like they don't go much further than that. Isn't that one of the longest running animes? Shin-Chan? Yeah. No. No, I think, well, actually, I think Crayon Shin-Chan is still airing to this day. That's what I thought. They, Maybe. I don't know. I know there's one that's been airing since... 1960s. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, before I go into my ghost stories one, I want to hear one of your examples of like the Japanese to American one that really pisses you off. Well, I guess I'll just go with this one in my big-ass pile. Oh, I have, yeah. So I have he right actually here. literally has a, quote, big-ass pile uh, for all of his examples. Take it. <laughs> so, 
My example is Case Closed, which in Japan is called De Detective Conan. Really? So, yeah. So, one Case Closed is just a really boring fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> Lawyer anima. But what's weird about this dub is it was done by Funimation, but it was coming out at the same time as like Yu Yu Hakusho, Inuyasha, and all the and the all the other Funimation does, where they're yeah. still using the Japanese names. But for this one, they just stuck. They didn't do that. <laughs> so like the main character's name is is Shinichi, but uh, they changed his name mm. to J Jimmy. 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 I was expecting Derek. <laughs> <laughs> and and Carl. And if you could think of. The most, Jimmy! <laughs> and if you can think of the most whitest names ever, you will hear them. Like Mr. Davinovich. Oh, boy. What kind of a name is that? Living but, like Larry. But, but not, not only did they change names like from Ron to Rachel or from... Uh, my name is Ron. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> and, and all of that. But any references to Japan was not even existent. Like, they'll be on an island and they're like, oh, we have to leave for the mainland. What? <laughs> what mainland? Well, it's the same. Or yeah. there's one episode where they went to a Buddhist temple. Uh-huh. Grand in Japanese. And the English dub says, ah, oh, this must be a ja This must be written in Japanese. <laughs> meta, ain't it? Like <laughs> some Looney Tunes shit. But was annoying about the Funimation dub also is they only dubbed five seasons out of thirty-two. But uh, how do but, you just give up on a show just that quickly? Like, well, I mean, not five seasons. Lack of quick. sales. <laughs> ah, phooey. They keep other fucking because series around longer dub. than that. Lack. Surprisingly, the, bad dub, bad dub. surprisingly the dub isn't terrible but but when you watch it in sub and then rewatch it in dub mm -hmm. I'm just like yeah I can't watch just dub anymore it's just I just can't get used to the names of Jimmy Kudo anymore Jimmy Coon <laughs> I'm gonna finish the croissant <laughs> sorry top 10 animes Jimmy Neutron Corey in the house <laughs> sorry but random nice. but a random extra note mm. for Yu-Gi-Oh the Shao Realm was a completely dub original oh yeah never existed oh. in the sub going to the Shadow Realm so like Ma. so like that one duel where the Got weird guy with the mask ha wanted to chainsaw his legs off. Yeah, yeah, those aren't blade magical blades to send you to the shower room. It was literally just giant chainsaws. <laughs> or my other favorite part is where they edit out the guns, so it's just people pointing at pointing at Kylo saying, "Come with me, Koibo." Yeah, they, that reminds me of the fucking, uh, like, the Dog City cartoon that they uh, did in, like, the 80s, where they had this this uh, thing where they did, it like, a senseless off, where it's, like, who could do the most, like, senseless act of uh, violence or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, running with scissors? I think not. Like, that's exactly how that kind of fucking felt, for me at least. I was say, what was your kind of dub experience, Joel, that is, like, is there any, like, American to, like, 
Japanese import that got an American dub that just straight well, pissed you off. Does it involve a jelly donut? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, one of my does favorite anime movies of all time is Akira, and Ooh. the original 1988 dub is dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think my dad would agree with you on that yeah, one, too. But, like, the 2001 redub is better. The redub is way better. Yeah. And it has one of my favorite lines of all time when... There's like, uh, what is it? Uh, Already had a PlayStation? No, it's when, it's when, uh, um, my favorite, my favorite line from the old dub, my favorite line from the old dub is from Akira's, when they're, they're in the police station and the, and the dub actor had to like stretch out his words for no reason. So he's like, so you had to go and defend yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's like the anime, like sometimes Joseph was like, we had to go and defend yourself. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it was the part when uh, Tetsuo first enters the uh, Esper's like play room. Yeah. Oh. And they get in that telekinesis battle with the one that floats <laughs> in the chair. And he, in the 2001 dub, he's just like, Die, Cretan! <laughs> like slams him into a wall. I just that part cracks me up every time. I did that point. It might as well just fucking just been like Skeletor and just. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Cretan. Die. Oh, but, That's what he's. But doing. it wasn't just it's like Funimation, early Funimation for kids and Saban. Mm-hmm. It was also other old dub studios like Viz Media. Surprisingly, they they were actually the better ones. I heard that they had some ones that were kind of like maybe back in the older days. Maybe but, when they were get, just getting started. Maybe that's. But like, you had like ADV. You had CenturyLink. CenturyLink. Ha! <laughs> now you're Cent- the one fucking up your words. <laughs> Suck my dick. <laughs> uh, Central Park Media, Urban Vision. And some other one I can't think of. I wish Media I had blasters. an inch of it. what you were fucking talking about because I've no. never heard of any of these things. See, this is what I'm saying. The Weeb is a good one to have on this episode. But, but all those dub companies, especially for ADV, is very, very miss with little hits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like... They have Stormtrooper Like, aim. there's this one... <laughs> like, like uh, Media Blasters released this one anime called Garzy's Wing. No, it's, like, one of the worst animes out there. The That's dub, gotta be a hard title to earn. The, du- <laughs> yeah. the dub is completely terrible. Like, like, they just pull some random schmuck from the street and just, like, here, say this line and we'll pay you, like, 20 bucks and a blowjob or something. <laughs> I mean, it's probably like the same thing that ZS Pizza did for that one ad when they went to Times Square and just probably went up to some dude who was like, can you act like this pizza is good? Please, please tell him it's authentic New York pizza. Yeah. Go to ZS Pizza in Omaha, Nebraska. I'm in New York and probably have no idea what fucking Nebraska even is. <laughs> Try the chicken pesto. What the fuck is that? <laughs> but, but... You fucking Gabon. <laughs> but then for ADV... You'll have hits or misses. Like, you, you'll have dubs like Rossafon that is, like, really good or a, or a, Evangelion. Mm. Okay, yeah, Ev- Evangelion's a fucking And then you banger. get the wonderful dubs Uh-oh. like Ghost Stories. Yeah, I'm going to go into that here in just a second, but I'll let you keep going off. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay, I'll go into the Ghost Story ones. I was, so, la- I was laying into that. F- for a perfect uh, explanation of what happened here, Do you so, want me to say it? Funimation decided that ADB. they wanted... Oh, ADB? A- ADV. ADB decided that they wanted the rights to bring Ghost Stories to America. 
Uh, unfortunately, in the sending over of the content for them to uh, air in America, with uh, didn't they just say they were just going to do like a normal like dub? So, so what happened was the weird rain systems in Japan technically made it a failure, even though it wasn't, but it was te a technical failure. So I thought you said a tentacle failure, and now all my brain could just... <laughs> so, <Anyway. laughs> so to try and make back his budget, uh, they they offered the rights to Funimation. They they didn't want it. They offered it to ADV once. They, they didn't want it. They offered it to another company. I think it was Media Blasters, and they didn't want it. And then they re-offered it to ADV, and they're like, eh, okay, fine, I guess we'll take it. But the one main thing that the studios in Japan said was, you can do whatever you want, just keep the all the character names the same and how the ghost gets defeated. However, what we didn't know is they were going to take full advantage of it. Uh, if you want probably one of the most cursed adult <laughs> animes that I have ever seen, which, oh, fun fact for you, Ghost Stories' entire dub uh, for the episodes that they could do of the dub are on YouTube for free right now. So you can actually, after this episode, go do a nice binge of Ghost Stories, and uh, let me tell you, you are going to run into some moments. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, they're in the original Japanese one, uh, you have a character who's a psychic, but in the dub, they turn her into a evangelical Christian. How do you accept Lord, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? No, no, I'm Jewish. I just want to make sure that you're saved. And then and they have a character who's supposed to be a nerd, and uh, and he's a horny nerd. But and in the dub, uh, he's Jewish for some reason. Yeah, that's right. And then there's a little <laughs> brother oh, who does not say when he says words, he says he's so well spoken. But when he doesn't say words, he just makes noises and yep. it's the funniest fucking <laughs> thing. <laughs> So, why are you crying? Crying because my pajamas are gay. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to say the other jokes because they involve words that are now no nos. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, that's, that's but one of my favorite lines from the <laughs> dub is "Run! She's a ghost and a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> Just get back and fill the hole, hole filler. Okay, jackass. <laughs> but Ghost Stories is one of those ones where they... And Shin-Chan is both prime examples of that, because Funimation also got Shin, Crayon Shin-Chan from America, kind of given the same permission where it's like, hey, you can do whatever with this, just keep, again, probably about the same things, just keep the names the same, and try and stick to the source material as best as you can. Which again, fun, Funimation said, ha ha, right. Shin-chan's another really good, fun one that uh, if you can actually find anywhere that is, I, isn't Funimation still showing the Shin-chan dub on their app, if I'm not mistaken? Maybe? It could be on Crunchyroll. Uh, actually, I've looked for it. I don't think they have it on there. Uh, then they they yeah. have pretty much everything else. Then yeah, I have no idea. Uh, well, and then... Uh, there is a Vitello dub on YouTube that you can find too, where if you kind of want it, where I think Vitello wanted to kind of go ahead and go more towards the original concept of Crayon Shin-Chan, 
where it was more kid-based. The jokes are kind of more kid-based. They throw some adult humor in and out of there every now and again, uh, but it's still a very solid one. As a, you already got another one ready to go. So, interesting fact, which is a lead up to this. Uh, I a lot still of, love this series. A lot of licensing, especially in the US, mm -hmm. is very strange. So, like, like the four kids dub of One Piece. Different. Uh, so, they didn't write out buy the rights for One Piece. It was bought in a package deal. Ah. So, so if you ever look at like Funimation stuff and notice like a lot of twelve episode series mm -hmm. that you question why Funimation would make a dub for it, and the dub reflects as to why they sound not good, mm -hmm. that's probably why. <laughs> okay. So, so while Funimation probably bought the rights for One Piece, it was probably, well, yeah, you can have One Piece, but you also need to take these thirty titles. Also, and we can't guarantee you they're good or not, but we'll let you find that out. But American licensing sucks. As we've been figuring out through our journey so Cause, far. Because, you know, back in the early days, it was more or less just bad dubs. But the bigger issues with licensing now is once, like, once they're out of print for physical media, they are out of print till no end or they're just too expensive like Aniplex <laughs> right by the way fuck Aniplex they suck <laughs> <laughs> like for example this one I have in my hands you can't see it but it's called Sales at Work a fantastic fantastic series the best way to describe it is picture Osmosis Jones by an anime form and more violent that guy you know that's actually <laughs> yeah. pretty spot on I'd give that to him but the ver but the copy that of sales of work that I have is a UK copy. So Do they have British accents? No, they use the same American voice acting. Ah, oh, come on, I wanted to hear one of them go coot. <laughs> <laughs> so I have Oh a, you can't <laughs> So I have an Oration Blu-ray DVD player just so I can be able to buy certain titles. That's still the wildest thing wow. that I've heard that you've actually gone ahead and do. So this oh no, I got distracted by another cover. Anyway. <laughs> so, this, so this copy that I got, I got from eBay for $30. Wanna well, know how much the American version is? I'm gonna guess 90. <laughs> no, 169. <sighs> wow. Yeah, because, every, because it's through Aniplex and everything that Aniplex sells has to be some weird or stupid Special deluxe version like this Fate Zero that I have. Oh, I love Fate Zero though. That's Fate Zero is fantastic. Uh, just a heads up, Fate's, the Fate series is confusing as fuck. So if you're gonna watch it, just watch Fate Zero and Fate Stay Night Heaven's Feel and Fate's and Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works. Don't worry about everything else. I'm gonna wait and see which one of these comments <laughs> that you say during this episode is gonna be the one that starts the fucking firestorm. Because I know that you're gonna say at least one. But and there I have is a feeling. But there's one fate version that involves lollies, and that's all I'm gonna what? say. What? No, 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 no. Yeah, we're not going any deeper on that one. <laughs> we ain't going deeper on that one. I just had to say that. There's there's a lolly version of it, and I don't know why that exists. It does, strangely <laughs> enough, kind of go into the what I was going to kind of talk about next, which is the fact of, like, 
what I think is the weirdest thing that I've discovered through our friendship, Sean, is you have more information on borderline <laughs> animes. And for those that don't know what borderline means, I'm just going to go straight to it. We're an uncensored show. You know it exists. It's the internet. You know it fucking exists. The Borderline Hentai series, where uh, our Echi, as I believe they're, is, or is it Eki? Is, so you uh, have Echi, which basically is overly sexualized fan service shows that you may or may not see gratuitous amounts of tits. And then you have Hentai, which involves 90% of them involves uh, tangles. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of other icky stuff, which we don't need to go into <laughs> because, well, because that was a weird thing that it's like. <laughs> It's so weird to say that Joel had a perfect description that he was using for it earlier. What was that that you used, Joel? Uh, I said, what was it? Something like, uh, it's, it's... You're, now you're ashamed to say it because you know what it's going to sound I'm trying to remember how I worded it. It was something like, uh, it's like porn with that, that you watch for the plot. There you That's go. What it was. And because like, that's the thing that I think that with getting into anime, you do have to kind of at least acknowledge yeah. its existence and kind of be like, this is something with my anime thing that I am going to dig into certain series and kind of maybe become on some surprises. Uh -huh. the, the craziest thing is why it exists at all. Wait, you actually know the reason of why it exists? Because yeah. I do not, actually. Yeah, because in Japan, any kind of penetration in porn is illegal. It's always blurred out. Yep. So, so that's without, a, without a directly admitting anything, it's like, Things make a lot more sense right. now from what so, I've um, so, researched. So That's all, why there's tentacles in 95%. So all, so, oh. so all human, so whole, so, so all human genitals are censored in both in both hentai and. Actual life, Japanese porn. Actual yeah. Japanese porn. So that's why there's a lot of tangles. Is a legal loophole. Wow. <laughs> I, we're not going to talk about the other... Well, I guess we can kind of talk about it, because, like, there's ones where... If, if, like, you know, any of your distributors of that uh, would go ahead and upload, uh, they only would upload the ones that are, like, legal all over. Yeah. Because the problem is things that are legal in America and things that are illegal in Japan have a way grayer area. Oh, yeah. yep, and that's something I'm not getting into. Yeah, we're not, gonna go, <laughs> we're not gonna go deep into this, but it's one of those things where it's just like, it, it's one where it's such a weird subsect of anime culture, but is it weird to say that I feel like as anime fans, it's hard not to run into it at some point. Like you can try oh, yeah. and purposely uh, try to avoid it, but right. it's going to come around at one point you or another. You can be as like, Innocent as typing in a Google search. I for see a what background. he already has as an example, yeah, literally he, sitting in his hands. You, you want a, a, a background on your cell phone? You type in um, anime character. Kill a kill, and then you're screwed. Rule thirty four. It's already there. Rule yeah, thirty four. Well, because you got the prime example of a good uh, fan service type show. Yep, and there's a lot of them out there. Uh, what, what what do you got in your hands there, Sean? High school of the dead. I'm. I know that there is an entire subsect of listeners that probably just at that exact moment just went bang. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good show, though. At the same time, it's overly violent. That's why it's a good show. Violence, dude. But you know, just Whoa. from the cover and everything else, you you know you're you're about to get fan service. What I can't stand about fan service shows is 
you'll just be sitting down, like first two episodes, things are just normal, and then out of nowhere, episode three, you you just get a face full of tits for, babies. for just absolutely no reason. Uh, well, and then that was that was kind of the other thing I was thinking about it too, going into like because you also have another prime example of hyper violent uh, anime in your stash as well. Uh, oh yeah, I do. Isn't it interesting the spectrum of how far anime reaches to where I feel like there is now at this point in creation between Japanese anime and American created anime, there is literally something for most age ranges in anime of some sort. Right. Because I feel like even like if some older people get into discovering anime, there are plot points and such that could be relatable for them or yeah. enjoyable for them to do. I mean, hell, I caught my dad watching Food Wars one time. That's awesome. Uh, but I caught him watching one of the food scenes. <laughs> uh, I, I gave loose quotes of that, and I will never forget this. Because I'm sitting there, I think it was on YouTube or something, and all of a sudden I hear like a moan or something come from my dad's computer, which is like right across the kitchen table from me. So I like lower my headphones, and I'm just like, Dad? And he's just like, I can explain. And and I just look at him and I just kind of like glance at him like, Food Wars? And he's like, Food Wars. Like, uh, which is one of my, one of the ones that when I when I had Crunchyroll, I got deep in Food Wars. Yeah. Uh, that was a really good show. Uh, it's a good show with fan service. A lot of fan service. Uh, yeah. and that first episode sells it home. That first episode sells Coming it. off what you just said, that, yeah. that's exactly what I don't like about fan service. You can be watching a show in a room alone, no one, like there's someone in the house, and then they hear any kind of moan. They can, the, the character can just be laughing. And it sounds like an orgasm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then and then they're gonna come to your room and be like, "What are you watching?" And then you have to explain. And there's like, it's just fan service. It's hard. It's a hard one. Covering your dick with a pillow. I'm not cooming. Yeah. <laughs> I swear. It's with a, your body pillow of I the swear. character of the show. <laughs> with a whole carved down. I swear, mom. It's a show about cooking. Yeah. Uh, just ignore the tiny people pouring honey on her. Why do you ignore the woman with the tofu pasties? <laughs> but uh, she is a very hit or miss genre for me because either you know what you're getting into, like high school DD, or you just watch something that you think isn't what you're expecting. Like, you want to be the world's strongest, which is a wrestling thing. Oh, that's quote, another good one, too. Quote-unquote wrestling, because uh, the first six episodes, the person keeps, the main character keeps losing, and all you see is up-close shots of, of her cooch. Yep. Or you go into the series where you where you got guys dating appliances. <laughs> oh, yes. Wait, didn't you introduce me to one of the ones that you found? Was it that, like, a guy was dating a vending machine? No, no, no. The guy got, got reincarnated into a vending machine. <sighs> oh, and then he... No, and he, it's still, like, a dating thing where he's dating as a vending machine, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, right? uh, I don't... I haven't watched it. So. I, yeah, I had a feeling it just joined the collection not to ever actually see the light of day until you make us sit down and probably watch it. But, uh. but there's this one show that's for some reason etchy, but it's supposed to have a serious story, and it's one of the only animes that I bought and then I got rid of because it pissed me off. Which is? It's called Dragonair Academy. Okay. So. I thought you were going to say Monster Mutiny. No, <laughs> no, I that's a fun series, too. I have to tell you but what. <laughs> pretty much, uh, you have to just milk toast character with the with the milk bland, toast. <laughs> with the, 
with the blandest backstory ever <laughs> and gets molested by a dragon goddess uh, and, and gives birth to a dragon. Like a priest. And gives birth to a, a dragon. Don't ask me how it happens. But... The dragon, I mean, Shrek's already touched on this. Donkey but, and dragon has baby donkey. Uh, but the drag, <laughs> but the dragon will always appear in in a human form. But it's, but you know it's not like some you know person who might look like she's twenty with big titties. No, she looks like a twelve year old. This, this sounds like Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem does yeah. that too. And uh, she's always topless. <laughs> Wait, what? Why? Yeah, yeah, and it's just kicking worse for every episode. They, they then. And I'm now seeing why you returned it. <laughs> and they also introduced zombie dragons, and I'm like, ooh, zombie dragons! I play, I fought against them in Final Fantasy Nine. Uh, yeah, they they grow tangles and they start molesting the kids. Of course. Oh. And it, and it was dubbed by Funimation. <laughs> Oh, Lucian, shame, shame. I can already shame. tell that you are going to be listening to this exact <laughs> one and probably deciding whether or not it goes to air. Anywho. Anywho. But what I was going to talk about the spectrum of it and getting off of Etchy, thank God. Because, uh, like, it's interesting to see that the spectrum has gone where, like, you still obviously have your ones now where they're creating new forms of, like, for kids, like Pokemon, Digimon, and all the new, yeah. the other ones were, or, like, bringing back series for them to discover... But in the same case, adults are getting a lot of new anime, too, that are now just now making its way over to America. Chainsaw like, Man. Yeah. Chainsaw Man. Fucking, uh, well, and if we're going into the hyper-violent uh, fucking, like, Didn't Goku corpse Hockey. party, we're getting that. And then with the introduction of Doki Doki Literature Club as well, yep. too. Mm-hmm. I, the, the joy that I'm seeing is the rise of hyper-violent anime. Yeah. The, the, Which was a big thing back in the late 80s, early 90s. Which now it's it's funny it's like it's having it's they're having their resurgence almost at this point with since they're now just making their way over to America after so, so many years. I will say I would prefer the older hyper violent anime because it's more gruesome. Like the grain does kind of give it a like little the bit grain more of an gives edge. it way yeah. more edge and and because most of them are like they're called OVAs. So, oh, so it's like yeah. short so it's like only like two or three episodes original video uh, animation yeah and because they're only oh, like oh yeah you can't forget if you're gonna use the acronyms you have to spell it out boy <laughs> but uh most of the time they're only like two or three episodes so so they so they use their budget well hmm. especially if you've seen shows like Angel Cop or Madball hmm. Madball 34 or Genocyber. Cyber <laughs> I've seen Angel Cop uh, or Violence Jack. Don't watch it. Just, <laughs> just saying. Don't watch it. Well, because like, you, you what I've also noticed, too, is it's like, I like that they keep throwing these, like, different series together where it's all different people in, like, Battle Royale type situations, too, where kind of like, I know Korea seems to be more willing to do that style in real life movie shot form. Yeah. But Japan likes to do it in anime form where it's, I'm going to put a whole bunch of the high schoolers together and make them battle against something that they have no chance against and just watch them get mercilessly obliterated. Assassination classroom. Bingo. Another. Oh. 
Oh, is it that what's in your hand as well? No, no, it's Carter's party. No, it's oh, there. he's talking about another the show. The, oh, it's an, oh, another. another that's right. Yeah, that's yeah right. the show where a girl get, gets her throat stabbed with an umbrella. <laughs> or any of the deaths in the Helsing series too. Oh yeah, the Helsing series. Yeah, yeah. I love but, the violence in the Helsing but, series. But the violence for all these new ones, like Corpse Party, for example. <sighs> uh, for me, it's not as exciting because all the blood just looks like red paint. Yeah. I mean, they're willing to go to new levels of gore on anime now, which the, will kind of give them that. The, when it comes to shows like Chainsaw Man, where it looks really good, and it shows like Corpse Party, which me personally, isn't that great. Oh, that means I'm going to be making us come over here and watch it together just so I can watch you suffer. Well, I mean, I've already suffered for four hours, but... But we'll I mean, again. <laughs> it's one of those things where they try to take like a twenty-hour game and shove it down into like uh, a four-hour OVA. Oh, really? It's only four. It's, well, it's only four episodes. Four episodes. One hundred minutes. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> not too bad. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, that's the thing that like. But yeah, the death scenes in this is very uh, colorful. Mm-hmm. Like someone getting the top of, top of their head cut off by a scissors, and I don't mean just a giant pair of scissors going. Prr. I I mean off screen you hear crunches. <laughs> Oof. Oh yeah, fun stuff. Okay, well, what I wanted to kind of do for this last little bit here, just because we're getting kind of to the point where I felt comfortable, but uh, I got a little bit of quick fire that I wanted to throw uh, everyone's way. I am going to give uh, what type of style I'm looking for, and I want to see if you guys can give me uh, a recommendation uh, for someone looking for that style of uh, anime. I feel like okay. you'll do really well at this. I think you got some in your arsenal, too, that I think would be oh, good yeah. at this. All right. Uh, let's see. Kid looking for their starter anime to mm. get their first dive into it, going in clean, basically. Mm. Sean first. Well, you have cer certain levels. I'm talking like brand new, has like, no idea what anime is whatsoever. Like, like if they're just like in like elementary school, I say stick with like Pokemon, even if it's the new ones, or even like older shows. Middle that, school. Middle school, I say most of the. Shonen Jump stuff. Naruto, okay. Naruto Bleach, yep. Dragon Ball Z. Well, as, an, as an adult, I would say Cowboy Bebop for older generation and Chainsaw Man for the new ones. Okay. Personally, I, I don't think Chainsaw Man is that great, but... <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got a good one, good one for you. Alright. A nice anime to watch with your girlfriend or partner... I guess whatever the fuck you have in your life, whether you have boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, husband, wife, a good romantic anime. For me, oh shit! Uh, you I have one or no, don't watch. Romance. I have one. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the one that well, was gonna let's... stump one of you fuckers. So, <laughs> yeah. oh, you didn't stop me. What let's, you got? See, let's see. We have Golden Time, not Golden Boy. Nah. <laughs> 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 We have Golden Time, I Want to Eat Your Pancreas. Whoa. Wait, what? That's a romance? Yeah. I gotta, I'm watch, gonna, I gotta yeah, watch that yeah, one. Yeah, I'm gonna be curious uh, on that one, too. Uh, just Because... 
there's not a romance, but just a bunch of shows that you can just sit down and watch. All like, right. Like you have lucky, you have Lucky Star, Your Name, uh, Weathering, uh, Weathering with You. I think that's what it's called. I've heard of Your Name. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything Studio Ghibli, except that's true. Okay, true. That's true. Except for Princess Mononoke. That's that, not really. That was a romance. Yeah, okay, so my answer is spirited away. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd actually have to give it to uh, Castle in the Sky. Too. Yeah, that's Possibly. a good one. That one or uh, what's uh, one of the other ones? What's one of the one? Uh, what's one of the anime romantic ones that like they always talk talk about? Are like the tear jerkers, the like the tear jerking animes where it's like if you watch this anime, your name I think is what I, one of the Angel ones. Beats. Oh yeah. Surprisingly, those two did not make me. Here whatsoever. All right, but the one that did is called Machia. Hmm. Okay, here we go. Machia and the Silent Voice are, are the top two for me. All right, I got a good one for you. A American dub that you would recommend, not hate. American dub that you would recommend. I'll give you three: Trigon, Cowboy Bebop, and Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, okay, I like that. Uh, you I took like Full that. Metal. Okay, I was gonna say Full Metal, but I'm I'm gonna go for a new one. Uh, Tengoku Daimakyo Ooh. on Hulu. It's fantastic. Okay, you know what? I I got. I have to say of, of one that of an American dub that I actually enjoy. I didn't hate the Food Wars dub, honestly. Yeah. I, I didn't hate the Food Wars dub. I think they did a pretty good job at that. Uh, Sales at Work dub has its yeah. moments, but you it know does it, have it, its overall, moments, yeah. it does have its moments where it's still pretty well executed. Uh, I also gotta probably say. Oh, what's a dub that didn't piss me off to eternity? <sighs> That's hard because a lot of them I try. In most cases, I try and watch original and just watch with subs. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. go in dubs as much uh, ex unless they're really funny. Then I'll go into a dub. I usually go with dubs. Uh, the I Netflix like double, the devil, devil is a part timer. It wasn't horrible either. Yeah, yeah. But season two sure was. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I got rough. Uh, let's see if I can think of one more here. And Ghost in the Shell. No, uh, well, no, I'm trying mm, to think of like I one more like situation that I would want to say. Okay, a horror anime that doesn't rely on gore. Ooh, that one is a hard one for me. Yeah, a horror anime that doesn't rely solely on gore. Um. I got the stumper. Well, well, I know I might not with you. You probably have something in mind. Or does he? Oh. Mm. Perfect Blue. Oh, oh, yeah. Perfect Blue. Yep, yep. That's a that's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. It's like a psychological horror. I would go, eh, I guess it has some gore, but uh, mm. Psychopaths. Okay. okay. That's kind of psychological horror, too. I would also say Shiki. Cheeky. But okay. that one's like very slow, but it does get gory towards the end, but it's probably one of the better horror animes out there that isn't all gory. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's kind of where I, I think that some people need to kind of do is like, I feel like there's a lot of people that obviously there's obviously people to the level of Sean and there's a lot of people like Sean <laughs> out there who go ahead and deep dive and try and discover as much as possible that they can, yep. can of it. But I feel like there's some people that are just kind of afraid to get out of your Shohin Jump era or get out of your 
uh, your Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh era and try and delve into some of these other ones. But it's like, yeah. and I mean, and if you want actually further explanations on more in-depth anime things, you can go check out uh, Nate uh, from for the weekly Geekly anime episodes and. Uh, that dude can talk your ear off on anime. It's fucking phenomenal. But, like, what we're doing with this tonight is we are giving you all these different titles and all these things for you to go check out, except the one, which I'm... <laughs> Lucian, I'm begging you for the love of God. I might be having to tell you that might just need to not make it to air. But, <laughs> I mean, if it does, whatever. But uh, go check out some of these titles that we're talking about just because, like... Go try and get some new things in your th in your repertoire because I mean, you know, you might find out that it didn't work out for you or it's not exactly your cup of tea, but you right. at least gave it a try. Because that's the thing that I feel like anime needs to be looked at more is everything needs to be given a fair try before yep. we completely say boo, this sucks. Yep. Yeah. Then after we watch it, we can say boo, this sucks. And I <laughs> and I've seen a lot of titles where everyone's like. Oh, you shouldn't watch this because it has this story with it. And it's like, well, I didn't mind. Well, <laughs> well, I've watched it, and the story that you claim is going on is it's not even remotely true. Uh, that's the <laughs> thing is just like go craft your own opinions on this. And like I said, take everything that we're saying about our things is just what they are. There are opinions and our own personal like feelings and our connections that we have with anime, but you may have something different. So what works for us may not work for everybody. But so. You want to know how I uh, grab, started watching and grabbing all these random titles? How? One of four ways. Either the box art or the cover is interesting and looks nice. Uh, he got a stiffy looking at the cover. <laughs> uh, the title... Oh. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> the, the, the title is either sounds interesting or it's sounds really stupid and I like really stupid stuff mm. <laughs> uh, if I read the back and and if the synopsis either sounds interesting good or just grade A terrible mm -hmm. I'll also get that or if the DVD case, case is shiny Wait, have you? Do you have verbatim said that you just bought it because it was shiny? As multiple reasons of why you've built bought multiple you're like, things. You're like a crow. <laughs> yeah, squirrel. Yeah, I have one anime called Vanguard. Didn't even read or or saw what it was, but it was. I bought the two season set because it, the case was shiny, and then I read the back and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> but but yeah this has kind of been like the whole basis of this whole episode is like one I think it's fun to kind of like let you guys kind of be a little bit more in the know of how some of my friendship circles come to be because I will admit that mine there is vast and variety of them but they all have their certain sub subsects that belongs to because I can talk and in public about well, let's be honest, probably things that shouldn't be mentioned at a zombie burger, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but with this group, I can just feel comfortable enough to go ahead and, like, talk openly about this stuff. And, like, I will admit, I do not have the level of knowledge that these two fools have, but it's so great to, like, get to pick these guys' brains and let you guys know more about how kind of we came to be and just... And if you see us around, don't be afraid to just be like, hey, what's up? Or like, it's like, hey, I listen to the podcast to you guys or whatever. Because oh, yeah. like, we love hearing about this shit. Like, I love 
I know that anytime anyone talks about our band, it's the same thing. Fuck, anytime Sean gets recognized, he's just like, really? <laughs> Speaking of which, you want oh, to Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to go ahead and do our final plugs for the evening before oh, we... Before you do the plug, can oh. I just say one more thing? Yeah. Another uh, good entry Ooh. for oh. for anime for, for people is American anime. Okay. So, so you know, like Avatar, Last Airbender, Ruby, or... Ruby's a pretty good jump in, honestly. Like... Even though they're not authentic anime, that that's a good start too. It'll it's it's a good e it, it can ease. Find out in. if you're into it before you're going into subtitle territory, yeah. essentially. And don't watch Final Fantasy Spirit so within that one stark <laughs> shit. Uh, <laughs> it is pretty bad. But uh, so we got some plugs real quick. I guess it essentially it's for me and Joel. I guess I can. Yep. You can do one. I can do the other. <laughs> okay. So uh, February 10th at 8 p.m. We are playing in Sioux City, uh, performing for Rev's annual Dirty Thirty something. Uh, there'll be performances by Fatal Fall, Giffo, Jordo, TJ Fi, Tick Loyal TY, Ghost of Patrick Swayze, and Reign of Eris. That's us! That is us. It is free will donation, so uh, show up or you're lame. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then if you want to catch uh, our more local show, you can go ahead and uh, catch us at 1867 in Lincoln, Nebraska on March 8th as we play with our day ones and from this day forward. Then we have Grave Solace from Minnesota joining us as well as The World Without Us. Uh, that one, there's uh, tickets available for 10 bucks and then 15 day of show. We're going to have merch of that shit too, so fucking roll the fuck out and buy our shit. Should have merch at both shows. Oh yeah, that, oh that's right, technically. Yeah. Uh, Man, Shaw, do you actually have anything to plug, or is the plug coming out of you? <laughs> <laughs> if you have anime you don't want, give it to me. That, that's a good plug, actually. <laughs> it is a good plug. Uh, but yes, uh, be sure to go check out Random Eris. Uh, and hell, if you're in Omaha and you see any of us, especially if you see Sean and you want to talk his ear off about anime, do it. He loves this shit. I also have a My Anime list. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Uh, so until the next time you hear from us, which I don't really know what the exact game plan for that is, we'll figure that out as we go. <laughs> uh, my name is Devin, I've been the drinker to the three amigos until we have more adventures and until you hear from us again. We will see you all next time. Bye! Yay!